Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. Hello. Welcome to a walk in the park podcast. (laughs) This is Riss. And this is Babs. And in our podcast, we talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of wine, cake, laughter, friendship, success, families, fun, the extraordinary. We're happy you're listening. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Woo-woo. Hello, A Walk in the Park podcast listeners. This is Babs. Do you ever wonder who will write and release an updated version of Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire? I wonder if Weird Al Yankovic has ever done a parody of it. Let's consult. Wait. An ad for earwax removal. Tvidler-official.com. tvidler hyphen official.com. Ooh, it looks interesting. Let's note that for later. Okay. So some guy named Dave Rucci has a YouTube channel with a parody of Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire song subtitled, quote, Ridiculous 2020 Edition with Lyrics, end quote. The chorus, We Didn't Start the Fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. We didn't start the fire. Now it's 2020 and the shit ain't funny. (laughs) Okay. It's 2022 and shit still ain't funny. The list of things, February 2022. One, Tom Brady himself officially announced his retirement on February 1st. Screw all the haters you wish your quarterback won seven Super Bowls. Hell, none of your teams in the history of the NFL have more Super Bowl rings than Tom Brady does right now. So all the haters can sit the F down and shut their GD mother effing mouths. TB tool forever. Two, Aaron A-hole Rodgers winning the NFL MVP, which clearly Tom deserved. Three, losing my driver's license during my trip to Georgia. Jonathan had to spend 50 bucks to FedEx me my passport. And then I remembered that the Atlanta airport has clear. And I most likely would not have had to show my ID, but I was checking a bag, so I would. And maybe my alternate, quote, rogue, end quote, ID would work, but maybe it wouldn't. Yeah, you heard that right. Rogue ID. NSA, are you listening? (laughs) By the way, nine days later, I went in a taxi in Boston. I found my driver's license tucked inside a $10 bill. It took me nine days. Why didn't I take every single piece of everything out of my wallet when I couldn't find my ID? I have no defense, no logical explanation. (sighs) Could be the beginning of the end of my intellectual functioning. What would I have you ask, dear listener, is not whether I am or will be okay, but rather will any of us be? 
We didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. QAnon will be gone. Voting rights, endless fights, terrorism, machoism, melting ice caps, pandemic, supply chain, blockchain, hurt our brains. Yeah, this would take a fair amount of effort to see through to a conclusion. Three, my doctor's office not receiving my lab work in January and then getting a bill from the lab for $840.96 for routine annual blood work. No one with access to the insurance I provided told me that my annual routine blood work ordered by my primary care physician would not be covered 100% at the Lakewood Ranch Medical Center. I went there because Jonathan had a bad experience at Quest or some such lab when he got his annual blood work done. I filed an appeal with Humana, but I didn't have much to say. I'm not hopeful. Even though if anyone at Humana reviewed our records, they would see how little we have actually ever used our health insurance. So I have gratitude for that. Four, Awabuki fungus. After January's killer frost, the Awabuki started to look a little bit off. These beautiful lush green plants had brown spots all over the leaves. And I felt it was too widespread to be frostburn. My landscapers have sprayed for fungus. The estimate to replace the dead plants with vermiliads in the front and backyards is $4,250 for the love. Five, transportation. Taxi drivers with bad cell service not being able to get a credit card payment through on their stupid square device. Having to get connected to Wi-Fi to complete the payment. Hello, taxi drivers. Get PayPal or Venmo or Zelle. Cash is dying. Uber drivers with windows down in the Massachusetts winter. Subway trains crawling through underground tunnels. I could have walked to my destination faster. Commuter rails with obnoxious passengers. (sighs) I am done being one of the people. Private car service only for me, please. And last, the Mac Daddy of the list, effing Vladimir, mother-effing Putin invading the Ukraine. W-T-A-F. Putin in the Ukraine, everything has gone insane. Donald Trump is to blame, ass-kissing shit. Natural gas, central banks, sanctions, Russian planes, millions of refugees. What else do we need to see? We didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. All those lyrics, except for the chorus, people are courtesy of me. Anyone who knows me well knows that I am someone who is friends with people across the political spectrum, even though I'm a proudly registered Democrat here in the somewhat ridiculous state of Florida, I've accepted that in life, things are never 100% what the other side alleges they are. But when my personal trainer told me that the problem is our administration is weak and that Trump kept Putin in check, I could not bite my tongue and said, no, Trump kissed Putin's ass and was his bitch and gave Putin the confidence to invade Ukraine. Now, I think Putin held off doing this until this U.S. midterm election year here in the U.S. so that he could help get more ass kissers back into power. Ah, political discussions. Not innocuous, not genteel, not comfortable. 
Perhaps we're all just struggling with the difficulties of becoming. But becoming what and when? Too deep? Yes, (laughs) likely. I was reading the March 6th Sunday New York Times today, the Sunday review section, and there were interesting opinion articles about Russia. Megan K. Stark, a contributing opinion writer and a fellow at the George Washington University School of Media and Public Affairs, wrote about the Cold War not actually ending in Russia's mind, how in her experience as the Los Angeles Times Moscow bureau chief, Russia's, quote, hatred of the West and of the West's collaborators was not a sideshow or an occasional propaganda point, but the very foundation of Mr. Putin's rule, end quote. She also wrote, quote, most Russians I met couldn't fathom that Americans psychologically relegated the Cold War to history. Brushing aside outdated tensions to make room for fresher fears and newer enemies. Nor could U.S. leaders seem to grasp the extent to which Russia was still fixated on the same handful of grudges, stung and distressed over the humiliation of the Soviet collapse and the perceived treachery of NATO expansion, end quote. That from the article, In Russia, the Threats Are Real. Mary Elise, and I'm going to butcher her last name, so I'll just spell it, S-A-R- O-T-T-E, a history professor at the Johns Hopkins School of Advanced International Studies, believes that dead treaties like the Anti-Ballistic Missile Treaty, which George W. Bush abrogated in 2002, and Donald Trump's abrogation of the Intermediate Range Nuclear Forces Treaty that Reagan and Gorbachev signed in 1987, which eliminated that class of weapons entirely, are concerning. Quote, Now that it is no more, Mr. Putin claims to fear that the alliance could deploy such weapons on Ukrainian territory against Russian targets. He has cited that possibility, along with denying that Ukraine's a separate country, among his motivations for invading Ukraine, end quote. She ends her article ominously, quote, Becoming a historian requires the ability to develop a sense of periodization. I sense a period ending. I am now deeply afraid that Mr. Putin's recklessness may cause the years between the Cold War and the COVID-19 pandemic to seem a halcyon period to future historians compared with what came after. I fear we may find ourselves missing the old Cold War, end quote. From the article, this Cold War will be worse than the last. Perspective. People are complaining about rising fuel prices. Some of those people are blaming President Biden. But maybe they should reflect on Trump's years of kissing Putin's ass. The Trump administration could have perhaps been doing more during their time in office to keep Putin in check. People are complaining about rising fuel prices, but our country is not under direct attack. Our citizens aren't being forced into bomb shelters, turned into refugees, displaced from our homes. Where are the people who can have some perspective? Where are the people who can bear a bit of discomfort in the service of others? And now for a little levity, something that will go in the Alexander family sound archives. This is a great story. What is it about? And the way dad told me, he said, you're not going to believe this, even as I try to tell you. (laughs) Honey, sit down and regale us.
Reveal Vivian. I'll All right, here. just stand near me. I'm gonna fall asleep. All right, so I was doing some stuff with the ladder where I took a bulb out from the front chandelier and then I went into the garage and I opened the garage and I backed my car out because I needed to get up to the heating unit above my car. So I got up to the heating unit above my car and then I came down, I closed the ladder, I put it away and the garage door was open. And sometimes just to relax in the middle of the day, I like to get outside and you know I like to walk over to the little lake over there sometimes. Oh, there's an alligator or something? So, I decide just to go walking over to the little lake, and I actually decided, just because I was, you know, being lazy, I didn't even walk on the sidewalk. I just cut right across the cul-de-sac, and I went walking, and as I stepped up over the sidewalk and I took one step I heard a rustling (laughs) and I looked to my right and on the bank couldn't the bank on this side Vivian couldn't our side couldn't have been more than 20 feet from me (laughs) I see an alligator (laughs) who was facing he was fully out on the bank on the grass He was facing the water. (laughs) And he had, when I looked, he had something that I know was in his mouth. Because what I realized as I looked was that it was not a live thing. I don't even know what it was. It was a dead thing? Well, I'm going to say I don't even know what it was. It looked kind of like a a big, round loaf of bread. Is it turtle? (gasps) Mom said turtle. It didn't, I didn't see any turtle shell or anything. But what I saw was I saw this, I saw that the alligator had kind of lifted its head fast and the, whatever had been in its mouth was flipping into the water. The alligator had basically tossed the thing into the water and I saw the thing go in the water and sink. And then the alligator looked like he was completely panicked from me and the alligator ran his little alligator legs and ran right into the water and just went under the water. How, how so close. What was the like And the how, alligator was How much time than passed me. in this situation? Like Ten from seconds. you seeing it to it. Ten seconds. It was very fast. And so I was startled. The man who never has his phone on him. Yeah, for real. He wouldn't have been I was able to startled. pull it out quick the enough anyway. Alligator, he would have ended up in the alligator's mouth. The alligator just looked like he was scared, like, you know, panicking. S-H-I-T list. And <laughs> it just like, but it, it like ran into the water and just, and I will say, it moved serpentine, fast. Serpentine, serpentine. It was, I, I first said to mom, I, it's hard for me to judge. It was at least as big as me. Was it like wiggling side to side? Like no, when it, it runs? It, because it was kind of a panic thing, I feel like it, what I saw was it, it had like lifted its head to toss the thing. And then it was like, kind of like clawing with its, it was like clawing with its uh, legs to try to run, get going really fast. And I feel like because it had tossed the thing, I kind of first saw it almost like clawing in the air and then it hit the ground and then it like <laughs> took off. Like and, what? Like Roadrunner yeah. and Wiley Coyote. Exactly. It was kind of a Roadrunner thing. Going runner off the thing. cliff. 
like, and then it went, and it, it was on the bank, so it kind of went down, and then I waited for a couple minutes, and I realized, I mean, there was, like, no sign of it, and it probably can stay underwater for a while, also, right? Also, if there was a sign of it, it probably would have been and right in front of you. It was probably swimming away, too, under the water, for all we know. Imagine, he'd be like, there were a few minutes, there was no Although sign of I it, was, and all of a sudden, I was fascinated. launched itself at me. I, I really do would like to know, what did it have in its mouth? Because whatever it... Was that thing sunk. You jump in there and you find... What if no. it was a rock? No, but I'm sure that... What no, because it, it tossed it in the air. I'm sure... So? It had to be something it caught on the side. I'm it sure. had to be a bird. I had to believe it was something it was eating because it was in its mouth. And there was no sign of, like, blood or anything, people. So Whatever. It, it drank the but, blood. <laughs> but, um... I'm not sure animals... I was curious, like, them. did it dive in and get that thing? We'll never know. Anyway. Speaking I, of its related cousin, it's, there's a lizard out there in the outdoor kitchen that I checked on. I lifted up the Darth Vader mug and it didn't move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I well, have my own story, I but wonder, it's not worthy I of recording. the alligator. I feel like the alligator was bigger than me. That's what I said at first. It was at least as big as me. It will continue to grow in family lore. <laughs> yeah. Alexander family lore. Right now, it's about six feet. Eventually, it'll, soon, be it'll be 16. 12. <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan, I, for that rousing story. I'm just glad the alligator ran away from me, not towards <laughs> me, because. Well, remember, I you stand yelled. in front of it. Like That's you right. Stand directly in front of it because they can't, it see, can't straight. see straight. Can't see straight. You guys what they can't, say? Yes. Yeah. The sides sure. are on the no, side. No, they can't. You know what? If they're actually running, they'll go like this, yeah. and it's because they're looking with their eyes. I'm pretty sure I would have run. Well, yeah. Right. I would hope so, Jonathan. I would hope so. <laughs>